You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's go from the college ranks to the pros. Yes, I know Orlando is not some sort of beaming destination, but it's not San Antonio. I've been there many times. Okay, Niners and the Seahawks tonight. Niners laying three and a half points. Niners minus 175, Seahawks plus 145. Total set at 43. The Seahawks lead the all-time series 30 to 18. They have won four of the last five in this series. However, the San Francisco 49ers won back in week two, 27 to seven. That was the game in which Trey Lance was injured. And how bizarre of a season has it been for San Francisco where they decided in the offseason, okay, we're going to go with Trey Lance. We made the decision to draft him number three overall. He's the future. Jimmy G is now a backup. Maybe we'll trade him. Maybe we won't. Then they sign him to be that backup. Trey Lance is a guy. He goes down. Jimmy G comes in, looks great. He goes down. And Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, is now leading the charge. So, Chelsea, are you laying the three and a half with Mr. Irrelevant and the Niners? Or are you going to the other side? Well, here's the thing about this one. Initially, I thought to myself, oh, the home team getting three and a hook. And it's one of the toughest places to play in all of football in primetime. And your starting quarterback is playing his first true road game. Yeah, I'll take the points with the Seahawks. But then it's like you make a pros and cons list and you look at the pros for the Seahawks and it's about three things long, you know, and then you look at the Niners and the cons about fading the Niners and the cons list is like 20 things long. And you're like, all right, so uh, there's about 20 factors pointing to the Niners winning this one and it not being close. And maybe I probably shouldn't ignore all of those stats and numbers. I think the sabotage factor is it's the NFL. It's any given Sunday or Thursday, I should say. And eventually trends come to an end because right now, like I said, all of the numbers support backing the Niners in this spot. Not only have they been winning, they've been absolutely demolishing teams. And you think to yourself, well, it's a team that likes to run the football. Maybe they won't run up the score. They've scored 30-plus points in three of their last four games. They have been putting the clamps on opposing teams when it comes to their defense. This is the best defense in the entire NFL, the number one rush defense. And, you know, one of the small pros for betting on the Seahawks is, oh, well, maybe Kenneth Walker III is back for this one, and he's had a great season. Oh, well, he gets a matchup against the number one run defense in the entire NFL, allowing less than 80 yards per game. So, It's just every time I think Seattle and my gut says, take the points, the numbers scream at me and say, Chelsea, what are you doing? Every single number is saying back the Niners here. I agree, but let me make the case for Seattle. Number one is when the Seattle offense has Kenneth Walker III in the backfield, and he was missing last week, 
He had an ankle injury, I believe, against the Panthers, but he practiced in full this week. He will start tonight. When he is in the lineup for Seattle, they are much more effective at play-action pass, and that's when Geno Smith thrives. So, yes, the Niners have the best defense in the National Football League, but they're 12th against the pass. So, Geno Smith has been very good this season. He has a great complement of receivers in DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. We know that. Kenneth Walker in the backfield. Maybe he can open up that offense now that Kenneth Walker III is back. And listen, Kenneth Walker III is no joke. They're not just going to use him as a decoy. There's a reason why I believe he's the second favorite to win Rookie of the Year in the NFL behind Garrett Wilson. This guy can absolutely play. He opens up that offense, and the Niners' pass defense can be had. And then conversely, look at the Niners. Yes, this is a better team. But you're getting the hook in Seattle, and at some point, isn't Brock Purdy due for some sort of regression? He is an awesome story. Just like Geno Smith has been an awesome story, but Brock Purdy is still a rookie who has played, what, less than two games, less than two full games in the NFL? And we have seen time and time again where a quarterback will burst onto the scene, and then all of a sudden, NFL defenses adjust, and then they regress somewhat. And Brock Purdy, this will be his first ever NFL game on the road, and Seattle is a very tough place to play. Yeah, but if you look at the Niners, it's not a team that relies too heavily on the starting quarterback. In fact, Jimmy Garoppolo has won playoff games in which he has thrown multiple interceptions. So it just doesn't feel to me in a spot where Brock Purdy is going to have to do that much because the matchup actually favors the run in this one. Seattle comes in with the second worst run defense in the NFL, and we know that San Francisco up front is really tough to beat. They have an all-pro in the offensive line, Trent Williams, that's protecting Brock Purdy, and also they have some pretty good weapons uh, that can run the football, most namely Christian McCaffrey, who doesn't even have to get that many touches. Last time out, I think he only had 17 carries and rumbled for over 100 yards and had 8.5 yards per carry. So to me, it's not even a factor of Brock Purdy. Like maybe he has a bad game, Mm -hmm. but I feel like San Francisco is such a good team that they can make up for it in other ways with a lockdown defense, with uh, all kinds of weapons on the offense and effectively Mm -hmm. running the football if that is their um, weapon of choice, which Kyle Shanahan is a very smart coach. I feel like that's probably going to be the route tonight. Coming up in 10 minutes, forget about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and their Netflix documentary, all that nonsense. The prop queen, Ariel Epstein, will honor us with her presence and her favorite picks. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. After we're off the air, stick around for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. As the lines move, they keep you up to date with what it means. It is all on BetQL and all available on the Odyssey app. Chelsea, you were talking about, okay, this could be a, a big game for Christian McCaffrey. And I completely agree with you because when you look at the Seattle defense, this is a very mediocre defense. In fact, they are last in the NFL against the run. So you would think if you're Kyle Shanahan, you want to take some of the pressure off of Brock Purdy and hand off the football, hand off the football, use Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, if that's the case. And then on the other side, Seattle has a hard time moving the ball against the number one defense in the National Football League, would you look at the under with the total set at 43? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, because the problem is this Niners team has been scoring a ton of points. Even with Brock Purdy, they have scored 30 plus Mm -hmm. points in three of their last four. So that's the sabotage factor there because it's 43, which is pretty low. And Mm -hmm. I think the wild card in this game is probably Geno Smith. What do we expect from him? Because I think he's had enough games this year that he has been good enough and putting up these crazy passing stats that if he's good tonight, that's how the Seahawks can contend with the Niners. If you have Brock Purdy, that's kind of pedestrian in this one. And then Mm -hmm. the Seahawks taking advantage of the only like quote unquote weakness for the Niners, which is the passing defense. Uh, So maybe Geno Smith is the, the deciding factor, but I don't think I'd be brave enough to play an under here. Are we not giving Geno Smith enough credit for what he's done this season? I get it. Yes. Again, the Niners have the best pass defense or the best defense in the National Football League. But Seattle is sixth in points scored, scoring more than 26 points per game. They're ninth in passing, 244 yards a game. So this is a very, very good offense with Geno Smith at the controls and Geno Smith at home and Geno Smith taking on a rookie. And let me tell you something. I haven't been to many NFL stadiums, but Seattle, what is it, Lumen Field now? It is no joke. It is one of the loudest stadiums in the National Football League. So I think Geno Smith, I keep going back to this. I know everything points to the 49ers, but the more I think about it, this just feels like a trap for a rookie quarterback going into Seattle in prime time. And I don't think we're giving Geno Smith enough credit for the offense and he can generate just enough. He doesn't have to win. I'm talking about just enough to keep this within the number and maybe they cover by the hook. Yeah, I think they're getting some credit because this line opened at three. So you're looking at uh, Seattle getting three points at home, which is not like a massive line. Like that's indicating that like Seattle can hang with the Niners. I think it's just the Niners have been so dominant that it's hard to make the case against him. Because I don't think that the odds makers are like fading Geno Smith here. And I think he is getting some credit. Like it's been a good enough Mm -hmm. stretch to where he isn't flying under the radar anymore. So uh, maybe we're too low on Geno Smith, but it's just not a good matchup for him here tonight against the Niners. You know, it's sort of fascinating too how narratives change because it was just last year when Russell Wilson and that Seattle offense was just more bun. They couldn't move the football. It was this antiquated type offense and Pete Carroll was getting a lot of criticism. Has he lost his touch? And all of a sudden Russ is gone. Pete Carroll has a different quarterback with which to work. They draft a running back in Kenneth Walker, and the Seahawks are so much better than we anticipated. We thought Seattle was going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Now, they're not an exceptional team, but they have absolutely outperformed expectations this season. And I hate to bag on Russ, but maybe Russell Wilson was a big problem there because he certainly had a problem in Denver. Yeah, maybe, but it's tough. It's tough to compare those two situations, so... I don't know. Like, it doesn't really feel my like my wheelhouse, uh, per se. But, yeah, the bottom line is Seattle's been really surprising. But I think it's baked into the line at this point in the season. I think, you know, six weeks ago, yeah, maybe you're still getting some value on Seattle. But they've had some really bad games for their rush defense. I think there's only two games this season in which their run defense actually looks good. Uh, last week gave up 223, uh, I think that was them, 203 rush yards, yeah, to the Panthers. So I don't know. I'm not sold on the Seahawks. Hard to find a trend that backs either side in a strong way. Seahawks 0-4 against the spread in their last four overall. 
Niners 2-8-1 against the spread in their last 11 in Seattle. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.